Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. When you need her. Hello, everybody. It's the 22nd. Benny, how are you? Good morning. Good day. Double numbers. It is a double number. Double numbers. What's that mean? Uh, well, we'd have to look it up. It's, it's, I thought I, you would have had that ready. Yeah, I didn't have it ready. I probably should have. I, re- I read it, and then it's gone. But I'll say it's my favorite number times two. So It's my favorite number because 22 is my number. I love it. And it's about communication, and it's about... Uh, I don't know, I'm opening up. Yeah, we got it covered right juicy. there then. There we go. All righty. So it's the Gratitude Cafe. We have, uh, I was going to, well, I'm going to say it anyways, and Craig will probably laugh, but his voice is very deep. Mr. Sexy Voice coming on the line. <laughs> Bad yes, I guess I lost my job again. Oh, boy, you guys, it's we up, got a great. It's up for grabs. Yes, we got a great show today. Of course, I've got some housekeeping I want to do really quick. And Benny, you know when you told me to turn my phone on? Yep. To reset it? Yep. It wouldn't go back on again. Uh-oh. I was in a little bit of a panic. So, y'all, if you're you're trying to get a hold of me, it just came back on again. Because... Sounds like you need a new phone. Ooh, Verizon. What are they going for now these Verizon, days? Verizon, hook me up. What are they going for now these days? I'm, no. It was like uh, an iPhone X or something like that. It was like $1,000. No, it is not. Something like that. It's like, no, who it can isn't. afford that? I'm just saying. That's ridiculous. Oh, is hey, that me? That's my computer saying hello. Oh, so we could queue up the music right. that I asked for last mo- moment. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> That's how we operate right That now. is. We love it. All right, guys. Um, of course, you've tuned in. Sue Lundquist here at the Gratitude Cafe. I've got some housekeeping I want to do. Uh, we are at the end of the current 16-day craziness clarity challenge. Really, really good, juicy stuff coming out of this. Juicy stuff meaning transformation, really explosive transformation, overcoming fear, setting up boundaries, being confident and and aligning that not only with 3D our human form here but 5D frequency as in I I've rehearsed it I've 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 processed it I've integrated it into my body everybody's standing on purpose and confidence and I am beyond honored and proud to have facilitated this last um, 16 day craziness clarity challenge we will be having another one, so make sure you sign up for... We, right now, I've got two a year, but because of the demand, there's quite a bit of people asking for it again. So uh, the best way for you to stay in the loop is to sign up for the newsletter. So go to sulanquist.com forward slash newsletter. That is also your ticket into uh, my local and national and inter- international events. We've, I've got an event coming up um, here in Seattle. And working on one in Bainbridge Island, one in Utah, Park City, Utah, Italy, Florida, Arizona, Portland, and Vancouver. So if you would like to see me in person and learn in person for an afternoon, or you would like to have some one-on-one coaching or reading with me, uh, make sure you sign up for the newsletter at sulundquist.com forward slash newsletter, and you will get not only uh, the events, you'll get a copy of the show, all of that good stuff. Um all right. Did oh, your phone turn on? It did turn on. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, it's on. Uh, making me a little nervous. 
but see, it's on. Okay, we're good. <laughs> Just double checking. <laughs> I like okay. turn it off, and I'm like, oh, how am I going to have my last 16 day craziness clarity challenge right. if it's, I can't get that important. bad boy on? I know it's important. Yes. Okay. Uh, I have some. I've got some questions for you. Clarifying purpose, your vision, your mission, and action steps. What about making the greatest contribution in your life? How are you living? Are you living in alignment? Those are some questions that we're going to answer today. And I have a wonderful, wonderful guest with me. And this gentleman is actually the creator of Purpose Mapping. But before I get started, I want to remind you of other superstars behind the scenes. That's Josh Parkinson with Resonate Brand. Resonate helps you build beautiful mobile-friendly websites. But more importantly, they help you build a web strategy that helps your business attract new customers grow following, and get higher in the search listings. And if you want to create an online course or membership that sells automatically without you lifting a finger, they can help you build and sell that too. So please contact Resonate Web Leadership for a free consult and see what options they have for you. Go to www.resonateweb.agency and tell them you heard about him, them, the team on Sue Lundquist's radio show. All right, new perspectives, new thoughts, new ideas. This is a new you. You are ever evolving. You are ever changing. And you guys know me. I bring in practical tools, incredible thought leaders that have amazing new tools that either they've, well, most of them they've created themselves and they've been using themselves from their own inner issues, challenges, turmoils, crossing the bridge of transformation, all of those analogies. Today we have Craig Felix, and he is the founder and creator of Purpose Mapping. With over 20 years experience facilitating deep inner work, Craig developed Purpose Mapping to bring his own life into alignment. After walking away from a seven-figure business and what he thought would be his ideal life, now he guides top performers around the world to realize their full potential by clarifying their purpose, aligning with their flow state, and making a meaningful contribution every day. This includes executives, entrepreneurs, investors, and professionals around the world. They all seek Craig's guidance when making life-changing decisions. Mr. Craig, welcome. Hey, it's great to be here. Oh, see, told you it's Mr. Sexy Voice. All right. Out of a job, like I said. Oh, gotta welcome, for, Craig. Gotta look for work. Gotta look for work. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> that is great. So, all right, you had your own transition, your own inner deep work. Can we uh, introduce you? Will you tell your story to the audience so we can get to know you a little bit more, and then we'll jump into some other goodies? Sure. Well, the the really the beginning of my story, as you know, and the place that you and I first connected was I was adopted at birth. And I think that that sets a tone for a life of deep questioning and deep, you know, there's a reservoir of grief that we carry as adopted children. And that, it it accelerates our path, I think, for, for a lot of us. You know, other people will just cover it over and I've seen it go both ways. But for a lot of adopted children, we get on a path of questioning, who am I and why am I here very early? And that was the case for me. And it really turned into a, you know, a lifelong quest. I mean, it started in my late teens for me and I'm in my early forties now. And what I've done in, in, you know, many, many iterations. I mean, when, when you say I went through a transformation, I mean, there was 
there's one that I kind of tell my story and, and lead with, and we can certainly talk about it, but it's it's been uh, a phoenix rising from the ashes over and over and over again the past several decades. And it's really in that process of going through the hero's journey over and over and over again that I found not just what I'm here to do, but what I love to do. And, and so that's what purpose mapping is. It's a, it's a game. It's a, you know, it's a coaching methodology that I lead people through to help them uncover what's most true about them, what's most authentic and, and who they are at the deepest level so that they can start to build their life around that. And the way that I arrived at making that my in my career is I built, you know, a million dollar business, which which really started in my, I'd say, early mid 20s. I had a child unexpectedly, as a lot of adopted children do. We kind of recreate our, our own pattern. And I decided that I was going to stick it out. I was going to stick around. You know, I had been exposed to men's work. I had a men's circle. I, I knew what integrity meant. And for me, it meant sticking around and doing the hard work. And I got into entrepreneurship and, you know, everybody's saying the same thing. You got to have a strong purpose. You got to have a clear why you got to, you know, you got to know, uh, the reason why you're going to go through the stress and the strain of building the business that you want to build. And so after a while I started to connect these dots and I started realizing like, okay, if everybody's saying this, if Tony Robbins and Michael Gerber and Stephen Covey and Jim Rohn and Zig Ziglar and all of these, you know, uh, personal development luminaries at the time, if they're all saying that, then I better, I better sort this out. And so I really delved deep into who am I and why am I here? And I built a business. I think it's doing 3 million now in my, my, partner who I'm no longer partners with, but he's, you know, he's about to franchise it. And so that thing's taken off, but I'm not a part of it because it didn't feel authentic for me. I walked away from it. I went to Chicago. I got into real estate investing, learned how to flip properties and make quote unquote $30,000 in a weekend. And it would take me months to recover emotionally because I was just so devastated by the process. And it just felt so manipulative and just focused on the wrong things for me. For other people, it's great, but it wasn't true and authentic for me. And so it's just over and over and over and over again, trying to figure out what's authentic for me. And I had this vision in my 20s of, oh, I'm going to be happy when I, you know, achieve this and I'm doing that and I have, you know, whatever the checklist was. I mean, we all have a checklist. And it took me about 10 years, but I finally achieved everything on my checklist. And I had the seven-figure business and the house in New York where my daughter was and, and in Boulder where my community was in my life. And I was going to Burning Man and San Francisco and LA and Miami and just all the, you know, all the fun, sexy, stuff yummy stuff. Met. Yes. Right. Yeah. And it was just, and then I just realized one day I'm like, I'm miserable. This sucks. Like oh. I hate this. Right. So that was where it really pivoted for me. And I took about nine months and I just said no to everything because it's hard to know what your yes is until you really say no to everything for a while and let the yes come up from deep inside. And the first yes for me was, well, for one, you know, I have this daughter, this teenage daughter at the time and showing up for her and being a powerful father. That was my first real yes um, that I couldn't dispute. And then after that, there was this process of purpose mapping that, that I wasn't calling it that at the time, but it had emerged and I, and I realized I love this. This is great. And I decided to go, you know, become a professional coach. And I apprenticed with Rich Litvin, who 
Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. He wrote The Prosperous Coach, but I found the best coach I possibly could. I mean, this guy coaches Olympians and, you know, uh, leaders of third world countries. And, you know, he's, he's, he's amazing. And I apprenticed with him and I decided, okay, I'm going to go as deep as I can into this. And that's been my path ever since. And, and it feels authentic. I mean, it's the only thing I've been able to consistently do for years on end and still feel like it's alive and I'm enjoying it and I'm making a difference. And, you know, it just took years of failure and, and making mistakes to kind of assemble all of these pieces that I've now pulled together into this very succinct methodology that I call purpose mapping. So that's my story in a nutshell. I don't know if it totally answered your question, but uh, it's a good place to start. <laughs> it's a great place to start. And yes. Okay. Let's jump into what's your definition now of being authentic. And let me back up though, Craig, because I want to commend you one, the masculine energy and being a man and stepping into the rink of personal development and this arena, because I think you will, you know, as well as I do, that's not a big arena for men. I know over the last probably I'd say 12 to 15 years, I've seen that shift. I mean, you mm -hmm. know, doing work, um, workshops with Dr. Joe Dispenza, I remember there was maybe one or two. Now it's easy 50-50. So mm -hmm. I commend all of you. And I know that part of that is you stepping into the rink and doing the work yourself, but also creating purpose mapping so people can. And you have men's groups as well, right? I do. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So I just wanted to bring that out to the audience and say a big, huge, deep gratitude to you and the work that you're doing. But I would also like to know, can you describe what authentic, how that feels to you, what that means to you from a male's perspective, if there is a perspective versus male versus female? That I'm not so sure. Um, I'd have to feel into that one. Hmm. Then we'll feel into it. We'll feel into yeah. it. We'll come back. Clarifying your purpose, your vision, mission, and action steps. Clarifying your purpose. What does that look like? So I make a distinction between purpose and mission. I, I, you know, Ooh. I've listened to a lot of great thinkers and a lot of luminaries on, you know, Tim Ferriss podcast and James Altucher and, you know, these, these, these guys that are out there and, and, they, and they're using that word interchangeably they're using purpose with mission interchangeably and i think that there's value in making a key distinction okay Pur purpose is the reason something exists and so for as long as you've existed and for as long as you will exist there is a reason that you exist and so even if we're not aware of it it's there it, it's just you know you wouldn't exist if you didn't have a reason for existing so that's your purpose. Your mission is like a goal. It's a big, hairy, audacious goal. BHAG, as they call it in, in uh, Jim Collins' book, mm -hmm. Good to Great. It's a, you know, it's something that you want to accomplish. And so, regardless of uh, whether or not you have a mission, you don't need a mission. You don't have to have a mission. It helps if you do, uh, but you always have a purpose. And what I've what I've seen is a lot of times, particularly, you know, I work with with people that are very successful, and they get to the top of their mountain. And they feel like, okay, my purpose is to get to the top of this mountain. And once they get there, they go into this existential tailspin and they start, you know, they start asking when, you know, I don't have a purpose all of a sudden. And, and it's this existential crisis. And it's really, it's scary. It's, you know, this is where they start getting into drinking and drugs. They start having affairs. They start all types of, of risk seeking behavior. They're looking for that, that feeling of being alive and their work or their whatever their mission was used to fill that hole 
And what I want to say is that you will always have your purpose and your mission is here to deepen your experience of it and mm. deepen your ex expression of it. So when you get to the top of the mountain, you say, whew, I accomplished my mission. My purpose is much clearer to me. Now I want to go climb that mountain or now I want to go sail that ocean or, you know, it, it becomes clear what you want to do next. And making that distinction really helps you to not hit the existential tailspin. Oh, that was good. All right, guys, I'm just going to break this down. So purpose is the reason for something that, that it, it already exists, even though you don't even see it. The mission, we're talking to Craig here about the difference between purpose and mission. Mission is to be accomplished. It's your goal. But it also deepens the expression and your experience. Did I understand that correctly? Yeah. Ah. yeah of purpose. Yeah. Yes, of your purpose. I love that. I love that. Um, can we have you, Craig, define mission? Well, we did the mission. I'm sorry, not mission. Um, is there real life practical steps that we can do, like action steps beyond that? Yeah. So, I, you know, a mission is a big, it's a big project. So Massive. if you want to, yeah, if you want to climb Mount Everest, it, you know, it begins with, with the next step. And for, you know, if you're starting in your daily life, if you're starting in the ordinary world, if you're familiar with the hero's journey, we always yes. start in our daily life and then something calls us and we say, huh, I didn't really think of that possibility, but now it's in my mind and I can't really shake it. And the, you know, the very next step is we refuse the call. We say, no, nah, I can't, I can't do that. I, you know, the denial, the sabotage, the denial, refusal of the call. Uh. Right? And for men, that means ah, I'm just going to stay an adolescent, you know, another decade, <laughs> which is great. Corporations love that overgrown boys with money. That's like a corporation's dream. <laughs> Let me sell you a bunch of stuff so you can. Right. That's what they that's it. That's that's wow. what society is manufacturing is they're manufacturing overgrown boys that have money to spend on bigger and bigger toys and to actually step into your masculine purpose or your feminine purpose and to really take on a deeper expression of yourself the extrinsic stuff the mm -hmm. trappings of success they, they become less and less interesting and so the action steps are you break down okay where am i starting where do i want to get to and then you chunk that down so if it's grad school right if it's eight years of grad school you want to become a doctor right you start with what is the semester ahead of me Right. Where do I want to be in six weeks to six months? And I call that the milestone. So that's base camp up the mountain. And then you just take it back to, okay, what one thing can I do today? If I get nothing else done, what one thing can I do today that will make everything else moving forward easier or inevitable? And I didn't make that up. That, that comes from Gary Keller's book, The One Thing. And Gary Keller is of Keller Williams fame. He built the largest real estate company in the world. And he did it by asking himself that one, I know you love practical action tips. This is, this is the basis of everything that you'd ever want to accomplish is, all right, what's the one tiny thing I can do today before I go to bed that'll make everything else down the line easier or inevitable? And then you just keep doing that every day. And if you do that, you get dopamine and dopamine has a half-life. So if you get a little dopamine today, you've still got some of it tomorrow. You get a little more <laughs> and you got a little bit more the next Hit day. Hit right? me up and with that dopamine. That's right. And yeah. it starts to go, it hits an exponential curve, kind of like, you know, the way Bitcoin used to look. It, it starts to take this exponential 
curve in your life. And, and next thing you know, you start to feel superhuman. It's, it's profound. And that's where you start to have the experiences of, you know, what we call a flow state or, or these, you know, these peak experiences that if you've read the book flow by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, he, he describes it as the only reasonable answer to the question, what is the meaning of life is the flow state experience. So, so I'm a big believer in purpose right? The reason you exist is to have these peak experiences, to have these flow state experiences. And in those moments, right, the inner critic falls away, mm. time stops, you're fully present with something that you're enjoying doing. The next action step is crystal clear in front of you and you just take it. It's just natural. And that's what is so enjoyable about it. And so there's no question of who am I and why am I here? You know exactly and so the answer to what is my purpose in life, it's not conceptual. It's an experience and it's a flow state experience. And flow state is characterized by dopamine, oxytocin, adrenaline, serotonin, uh, all the good stuff, right? All the stuff that people are out there taking drugs to try to experience because <laughs> we're geared for this. This is what we're, you know, we're seeking this stuff. But what we're, what we found, and I, and I, I was, you know, I was a grateful deadhead. I mean, I used to travel around and I, it was, it was, that's what I was chasing. And eventually I got to a point where I realized, you know, I can make this stuff inside my own brain. And I started backwards engineering. How do you do this? And it, it just comes down to taking that one clear next action step, something that scares you a little bit. You know, Eleanor Roosevelt had, had it right. Do something that scares you a little bit every day. And if you do that, your life is going to start take, taking on these superhuman proportions. And it's extraordinary. Oh, I love that. Scares you a little bit every day. Uh, yeah. I th I've heard that before. I didn't know it was um, Eleanor. But uh, I want to remind everybody about what you do and the purpose mapping. And you can go to purposemapping.com forward slash gratitude. He, uh, Craig put up purposemapping.com forward slash gratitude cafe um, for you as guests. And there's a special offer there. So make sure that you put in purposemapping.com forward slash gratitude. Um, Craig, before we go on a break, can we, because the flow state experience, and I know for people, so I love the flow state. That For me, I define that language as expansive. Is this choice going to be expansive or is it going to be contracting? Can we have that conversation really quick so people that are in, <clears throat> excuse me, in that habit of contracted state and don't really know what flow or expanded state looks like to them, can mm -hmm. we define that? Is there a way that we can kind of wiggle around that that in, in an analogy of some sort about what a flow state is well like the the definition or the difference between a contracted state and a flow state because i think people that are so their their normal life is contracted their normal life is fight or flight their normal life is i've just got to run 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 it's not that ease and expansive and flow state you know that present where the dopamine does it allows to come in yeah how can we have that conversation so people can recognize um, and step out of that that contracted area and go to a flow state. Did I communicate that effectively? Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I, yeah, I mean, most people and and even, you know, I mean, I wake up a lot of mornings and I'm like, wait, what am I doing? What is going on? Coffee, get coffee. Get yeah. coffee. It's just like, right. And and so, you know, the the dopamine reward circuit is a it's a goal seeking mechanism. Right. What what video game designers have figured out Ugh. is that it's not actually getting to the next level. 
that gives you the dopamine. It's the anticipation of getting to the next level that gives you the dopamine. And so all you need to get yourself out of that, uh, the funk that you might be in is to just set a little goal. Right. Say, oh, I'm going to I'm going to write down five things that I'm grateful for. That has been proven to inject dopamine directly into your brain. So what I like to do, here's a little practical action tip before the break. Wherever you're at, what you can do, just pause right now. Take a breath. (sighs) Ask yourself on a scale of zero to 100, how aligned, fulfilled and in flow are you feeling in your life? Just first number that comes to 100. (laughs) Benny's like, oh, her hands are up. Look out. So so here's the thing. The goal. So for me, it's 82, right? The goal is not to be. I mean, the goal is to like have have like little spikes of 100. Yes, yes. You can't live at 100. No, it's like it's it's Costa Rica weather, right? If it's like, you know, Sue very well. I mean, she's up there. She hits it. She's 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 up there. She (sighs) has primed her brain to hit those 100 peak states and that's something you can do it's like going to the gym you can do that yes yeah i mean loves me dopamine so 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 the question is right zero to 100 where are you at and no matter where you're at if you're an 82 or a 22 or a 52 or a 92 i don't really care as long as you're breathing Mm. you have something to be grateful for so the next question and this comes from agile computer development right is what's working always start with what's working Okay. What's find something to be grateful for. Yes. Now I've got more dopamine in my brain. Now the the next question is the last question here is what one thing can I do that'll get me to a hundred? Cause I do want to aim for a hundred each day. I do want to do something that's going to help me hit a hundred cause that's, what's going to release even more dopamine. As soon as I decide what that thing is, now I've got a game plan. Now I've got a goal. Now I've got something clear that I can take action on. I'm empowered. And that anticipation starts building. Creates dopamine. Ah. Right? right? And then yes. as I take that step, I start to feel more dopamine. I start to feel more empowered, right? It's just focusing on the next step you can take. Then once you take that step, boom, you get some success dopamine. You check in again. Okay, now I'm at 87. Now what's working? Well, I just rocked whatever that thing was, and now what would get me to 100? And you just keep doing that, and it's that it's that asymptotal curve. It's that exponential curve, and that's it. That's that's it. You do that over and over. I do that every single day, and. It puts dopamine in your brain and it keeps it there and that will change your life. That's the simplest personal growth tip I I can possibly give people. Where are you at? What's working? What'll get you to 100? Go do it. Oh, and with that, ba-boom. That was fantastic. Where are you at? All right, guys, Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. We are blessed and honored to be talking to the founder and creator of Purpose Mapping, Craig and Benny. Help me, Bilek. Yes. Yes, because I don't want to mess up the connotation of the names. Got it. And the website that we want you to go to is purposemapping.com forward slash gratitude cafe. And please look him up. We'll be right back. Sue Lundquist with Gratitude Cafe. We'll be right back.
preceding audio was via a Skype call. Hey guys, Sue Lundquist here, The Bridge Coach, where spirituality meets practicality. That means it is my unique ability to bridge together the practical 3D with the spiritual 5D to create an explosive personal transformation. That can show up in confidence, purpose, speaking your truth, trusting in what you say and how you're showing up in this world. If all of this sounds good to you, go to suelunquist.com for your free 15-minute phone conversation. Let's see if we're a good match. Go to suelunquist.com and make an appointment. Through the generous support of individuals like you, Trees for the Future has planted over 155 million trees and changed thousands of lives in the last 29 years. With your help, Trees for the Future continues to train thousands of impoverished farming families across Africa to plant their way out of poverty using an agroforestry method called the forest garden. Forest gardens consist of nearly 4,000 fast-growing fruit, nut, and timber trees that thrive alongside climate-appropriate crops surrounded by a living green fence. These forest gardens eliminate hunger in two years, increase household income over 400% in four years, and have changed landscapes from dry lands for monocropping to rich soils supporting over 20 varieties of crops and marketable products. Learn more about how you can be part of these efforts by visiting trees.org radio. That's trees.org radio. Hi, this is Dr. Joe Dispenza. I wanted to take a moment and let you know about a nonprofit organization called Give to Give. The Give to Give Foundation was created by a group of people who have studied my work or have participated in my workshops around the world. And by applying the principles of mind over matter and the mind-body connection, they've created outstanding changes in their lives or in their health, and they wanted to give back. The organization is dedicated to providing the proper resources to those people in need to gain the opportunity to learn exactly how to change their body or their lives. If you want to learn more about the Give to Give Foundation, or you know someone that needs help, or you simply want to make a donation, visit givetogive.com. Those who give don't always know how to love. Those who love always know how to give. Thank you. Following the herd is fine until they lead you off a cliff. Think for yourself. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Smirk on this your is face. This is for our guest. He's a huge fan. Oh, I love it. I love it. How was that, sweetheart? Great version. <laughs> I'm a, so now I'm a 95. Oh, <laughs> we're bringing it up. Right? Oh, and I you're love welcome. it. Thank you, Benny. <laughs> bringing it up. So, if you guys are wondering what we were just talking about with bringing it up to a 95, um, we are talking to Craig, and he is the founder and creator of Purpose Mapping. So, what does that do? That clarifies your purpose, it helps you to get really clear on how you're showing up in the world, what that looks like. Uh, at the top of the hour, we talked about some really good tools and questions that you can ask, and I'm going to get to those in a minute. But during the break, Craig and I were talking about, let's really define what real, because we've got so many people experiencing real experiences every day, and those real experiences could be defined as 
you know, a lot of fight or flight, a lot of I'm going 24-7, um, grumpy, uh, not happy. I'm gonna, help me with some adjectives here, Craig. You know, yeah, just feeling defeatist, like yeah. no, it's not going to work. How did I get here? This isn't the, you know, what is Sarah? Sarah Blakely was the uh, woman that created Spanx, and she used to be uh. a fax, mach- fax machine salesman, and she was saleswoman, and she was, she just said one day, she's just like, this is not my movie. Like this, I'm in the uh, wrong movie. <laughs> yeah. This is not the life I'm supposed to be living. And so I think a lot of us, and I, you know, certainly with the darkest days of the year, the past month, and just feeling like, ugh. Uh. You know, what what is my life really about? This can't be all there is. Mm. And especially for people who, um, you know, they, they feel trapped. They feel stuck. They feel frustrated. They feel a bit of despair, some low-grade depression. Um, you know, they're just using whatever they can to get through the day. So whether that's coffee or, uh, you know, television or meds or, you know, a whole host of things that we, you know, we all know that oh, are yeah. available, right? It's, it's, and that's the human experience. And in the hero's journey, that's what we call the ordinary world. And so if you're having an ordinary day and you're just thinking to yourself, this is not, there's gotta be more. That squeaky wheel. You're listening that's to this right. show and you're like, oh, there's something there. That yeah. squeaky wheel. Yeah. There's got to be more. And that's when that's when the possibility starts to open up. But again, the very first response to a new possibility, if you're in what I would call a low quality of mind, right? There's a low quality of mind. There's a high quality of mind. High quality of mind sees possibility, sees opportunity, is attractive, is radiant, is magnetic. People see somebody in a high quality of mind and say, I want to be like that person. I want to be near that person. I want to you know, be my own version of that person. That's a high quality of mind. And a low quality of mind is, I just got to get through the day. Uh, You know, that must be nice for other people, but that'll never work for me. And the mind shuts down possibilities. And that's a real experience. And, you know, it's not, it's, I mean, I have that, I have that more than I would care to experience, but it's real. And I think the, 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 the main thing, if you're listening to this and you can relate to that, the main thing I'd love you to take away from this is that just own it. Just admit it. Admit mm. to yourself that that's where you're at. Stop distracting yourself from the truth of your reality and just say, okay, I'm in a low quality of mind. This is a state that I find myself in more frequently than I would care to experience. And there are things I can do about it. There oh. are possibilities. And if you just start with that, it's really real. It's not, oh, you just, you know, there, there's so much like hyped up new age woo woo stuff. I'm not interested in any of that. I don't recommend any of that. I think getting really present in what's true and what's real right now is the most courageous thing that we can do. It's the most authentic thing we can do. And so just admitting to yourself, yeah, I, I, I would like my life to feel better. This isn't feeling good to me and I want it to feel better. That's step one. Oh, okay. I got to just stop for just a second because brilliant. I know as simple as that is, but it's so profound because, and, and Craig, I think you and I, and I could speak briefly for us that when we talk about owning, owning that you know what you're you feel like your life just isn't quite where you want it to be right now owning that 
but not from a shame standpoint. Would you agree? I mean, don't, don't put yourself down. I mean, just own it. Do you have a language yeah. for that? Well, I think part of it is I feel shame. Ah, okay. I feel, because... shame. I feel shame that my life isn't what I set out to make it. Okay. And and shame or guilt or grief, you know, in, in Jungian uh, psychology, which is, you know, like dream analysis and, and, and talking about things like the hero's journey, archetypes, things like oh, that. Oh, yes. Right. So in, in, in that in that type of psychology, uh, there's a great book called The Swamplands of the Soul. So the guilt, the shame, the grief, the depression, the anxiety, the, the repressed anger, you know, all of these darker, heavier emotions, uh, they, they start to fester mm. when we try to push them down and, and, you know, lock them away in the basement. They just get worse. And so opening that door and it's like, whoo, there's, you know, it stinks in there. It's, <laughs> that's why we don't do it. Right. I don't want it. I that. know. I know. But doing that is the first key to, you know, they say, what do they say in 12 step admitting you have a problem? Well, it's, you know, that's hard to do. Mm. That's why most people don't do it. And we just say, nah, nah, it'll get better. It's not going to get better on its own. The only way it's going to get better is by turning and facing it and saying, okay, However I got here, whoever's fault this is, I'm an adult. I'm responsible for what I choose to do next. Mm. And by taking that stance, no matter where you find yourself, you know, my life sucks right now. On a scale of zero to 100, I'm a 22. And I've been there. I, I think we all have. I think we all hit a certain bottom. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And at that point, something amazing can happen. You know, I think there's a reason with the Christmas story. Again, we were just in the darkest days of the year. What was fascinating was it was a full moon oh. on the dark on the darkest day of the year. It's like the dot in the yin yang, right? The <laughs> dot on the black side of the yin yang. <laughs> but I think there's something in the Christmas story about Christ being born in a manger, being born in the stinkiest, nastiest place that nobody wanted to go. And the only reason that Christ ended up being born there is because you know, had to be born somewhere. And so in the hardest experience of ourselves is the possibility for something amazing to happen. But it starts with facing reality, getting in relationship with reality. And it, it could be as simple as my life sucks and I hate it and I want it to be different. Oh, what a relief to just admit that. Mm. Look at the look one obviously the awareness and owning it. No more denial, no more distraction. Just truly owning it and admitting it. And I, lo I love this. And I love that it's coming from you. And I say this from a man, I mean, I'm a woman, but I say this to you from a men's perspective because you can speak that language. And I'm going to do this great segue because you're launching a men's group. Is that correct? I am. Yep. Can the we, purpose mapping men's group. Oh my God. Can we talk about that really quick? Cause I think that is so valuable. Um, especially giving men one, the tools, the language, and you speak men. I mean, you speak both, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pretty sure you speak man. So I love that. Can we, um, talk about your men's group really quick? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Love, I'm going to leave it to you. Sure. So, so, well, I've been doing men's work, uh, oh gosh, almost 25 years. I, I was initiated in the Mankind Project when I was 18 years old. 
And um, and I recommend anybody to go to mkp.org. Mankind Project is one of the largest and most well-known uh, men's initiation and men's group. You know, you you get you go through this initiation weekend. And you get to face some of this stuff that you've been carrying around your whole life and face it with support and, you know, really be able to open it up and, and start to heal some of the stuff that's dragging you down, some of the baggage and conditioning that we all have, yes. we all have, right? And so facing it is a courageous thing and it's a heroic journey. And, you know, as Joseph Campbell said, the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. Mm -hmm. So it's not out there in the next job or the next, you know, uh, rung up the corporate ladder or whatever, the next project or the next sales commission. It's not out there in a relationship or in sex or drugs or rock and roll. And believe me, I've looked, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just not quote unquote out there. It's inside. And we all get that, but how do you get at it? And so what I've done is I've taken, you know, I've probably read a thousand books. I've invested well over a quarter million dollars in coaching, training, therapy, workshops, you know, just seeking for this stuff. And, and there's a lot of great modalities, but when you boil it all down, it really comes down to some very simple principles, purpose, vision, mission, the next action step you know, daily practices for health, wealth, love, and your, and your flow state, right? Hitting that mm. high quality of mind, getting that dopamine directly in your brain. And so that's it. And I boil all that down and I take men on a hero's journey and we go progressively deeper into the cave you fear to enter, into those parts of yourself you're hiding, repressing, and denying because that's where all your power is. That's where you need to tap into the energy, the juice, uh, that's that's been repressed just through social and cultural conditioning, through family shaming. And, you know, I, I remember hearing uh, one story of a guy who couldn't sit still in high school and he was always talking and he was always telling jokes and the teachers were so pissed and they would shame him and shame him and shame him. And now he makes his living on stage entertaining people. And he's, you know, he's brilliant at it. And it's like, how do you release that potential that's trapped deep down inside you, that's what the Purpose Mapping Men's Group is designed to do. So if that's something that interests you, you can go to purposemapping.com slash gratitude cafe and you can book a call with me. It's free. We'll talk about you know who you are, where you're at. You'll come away with a clear next action step. And if it's right for you, we can talk about the Purpose Mapping Men's Group or doing some, some coaching work together and help release that potential that's stuck inside you, whether you're a successful professional at the top of your game and you're just realizing, like me, I've checked off all the check boxes. I've got the income and the title and the house and the cars and the toys <laughs> and the relationship. And I'm, why am I miserable? Like, what is yeah. going on here? Right? Yeah. It's because you're ready to go to the next level in Maslow's hierarchy, right? After ego achievement is self-actualization. But there's no roadmap for that in our society. It's just go out there and be a good producer and be a good consumer and, you know, that's the stamp of approval, but that's not enough. So the Purpose Mapping Men's Group is about, okay, now what? If you're ready for what's next, that's, you know, those are the type of men that I'm looking for. Beautiful. Now, and guys, I want to remind you, yes, he is uh, getting ready to launch another one of his men's groups, but also, ladies, please go to that website. Um, go to www.purposemapping.com, Gratitude Cafe. Um, can we have a conversation, 
Craig, about vulnerability mm-hmm. mm, yeah. and how that shows up and the lack of it because we can get shut down, whether it's society, relationships, um, men as well. Can we have that conversation? I'm going to let you lead with vulnerability. Sure, sure. Oh. Well, you know, Brene Brown's got, I mean, she's, yes. the, yeah, she's the best on this. Yep. And she's, she's written a number of books, but she's also got a couple of TED talks that are totally worth checking out. Yes. And well, I'll just tell her story real quick. Cause I think it's, it really illustrates this. She, um, so she's from Texas and the way she tells it, you know, it's, it's boots and barbecue and, you know, <laughs> There's no vulnerability. There's no. no opening up and sharing, you know, what's not working and what you feel ashamed of and, and all this. And you just kind of push it down and keep moving. And she was doing this research on uh, what she ended up calling wholeheartedness. And what she found was, you know, after just going through the data, right, she was a, she's a scientist. She's going through data. And the data just smacked her in the face so many times she couldn't get away from it. She realized holy smokes, vulnerability is the key to living a wholehearted life. And so she started doing therapy and she started opening up and admitting the things that were really hard for her to admit about herself. But that started to release all of the pent up grief and shame that she carried inside of her. And she was able to touch the parts of herself that were truly brilliant. And of course, look at her now. I mean, she's got all these best selling books. She's got these amazing TED Talks. She's, she's living into her potential in a way that she never would have if she hadn't turned and gotten vulnerable with herself first and then shared that with other people. And stepping into that messy rink because you get that's muddy, right. man. And that's us. That's you. That's me. That's us stepping into that muddy rink. I love Brene's work. I just, yeah, definitely love. Um, and thank you for the, the conversation about vulnerability. And I, I, I know for myself that creating a safe space to allow mm. myself to be vulnerable versus shutting down. Mm-hmm. Um, can we have that? Can we dance around that or kind of have that conversation a little bit about not shutting down instead? And, and I, I've had this conversation with other people. I don't know how, how deep we can get on the air with the few minutes that we've got, but mm-hmm. creating a space of vulnerability, that's first and foremost. And if you don't feel that you can feel safe and you can be vulnerable, you're not going to do it. You're going to shut down. So then hence the vicious circle. Yeah. So how do you first step back and go, all right, I got to, I got to be really clear on myself. I got to put up boundaries so I know that I will be treated in a safe manner so I can be vulnerable. Do you have, do you have language around that? Yeah. The, 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 so this is kind of a parlor trick. This is, okay. be, this is another practical action step for your, for your listeners. Perfect. So, so the question is, what do you not want to admit right now? And it just crossed your mind mm. and you just pushed it down. <laughs> so, oh, I want right? expletive, right. expletive. F- yeah. Yeah. So, so why can't we admit that? Because it's not safe. And it, we were taught in our families that it's not safe. And we were taught in school it's not safe. And it's, you know, it's just, it's not a safe thing to admit. But in a way it's, it's the, it's the beginning of true strength. Because when you could admit that to yourself, you can start to be honest with yourself. Things can start to change. You can start to reclaim your power. Mm. And so, you know, it's creating a safe space. I highly recommend finding a good therapist and don't just 
take the first one that you meet, shop around, find somebody you really feel good with who has great recommendations, uh, find a great coach. You know, coaching and therapy are a little different. Therapy is more about healing. Coaching is more about achievement. I mean, they, they can have some overlap, but that's the general dynamic there. And, you know, really check in about your relationship. Do you feel safe in your relationship? I think a lot of men don't feel safe being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. and, and so then they can't hold a safe space for their women to be vulnerable. And it's a really, it's a, it's kind of a tragedy in our, in our culture, in our society. And so then what do we do instead? We go, we turn to alcohol, we turn to television, we turn to Distraction, whatever. denial, Any, all of anything. that. Exactly. Shut anything down. To, yep. To shut us down. And so vulnerability begins with just holding that space inside yourself. What do you not want to face right now? What do you not want to admit? starts there and you can journal about it and then burn the pages, you know, whatever, whatever it takes to feel safe, but begin the process. And what'll happen is you'll start, you know, as within, so without, you'll start to attract people who are also willing to be vulnerable and you'll start to find yourself in places where you can start to share the things that feel hard and scary. And that will open up amazing, amazing insights into your life and why you feel stuck and trapped where you are because it goes back to what we were saying, until you can just admit, okay, I don't like my life, I don't like where I am, I want it to be different, and I feel these bad feelings, until you can start with that, you can't really make progress. You can't, you're not starting from a factual point A, you're starting mm. from some imagined point A, and you can never get to a real point B from an imagined point A, it doesn't work. No, not at all, and there's no authenticity in that, it's just, yeah. yeah, it's I, the word comes up lip service. You know, it's that what's that uh, an apology without action or change is lip service. Mm -hmm. Yes, it so is. Wow. I've learned so much. You should see this. If you could see me sitting in studio, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six pieces of paper here with nice. notes scattered all over the place. This is fantastic. Um, we're talking, uh, to Craig here. He's the founder and creator of purpose mapping. He gave us some incredible tools. One of which is what is the one thing I can do to make this step easier? Is that how I language it? You were, I, cause I had to write it down so fast. There was that one tool, that one question. What is the one thing yeah, I can do? Go ahead. What one thing can I do today that if I get nothing else done, if I get this one thing done, will make everything else towards achieving my goal easier or unnecessary, right? Like if I take this one step, I can actually kind of bypass all this other minutia that has been bogging me down. I can just kind of jump right over it by doing this one thing. So you're looking for a high leverage action step and that'll put dopamine in your brain. Even just getting clear on what that thing is will put dopamine in your brain. You'll have a little bit of extra energy to go do it and that'll put more dopamine in your brain. And you do that every day and it creates this exponential curve where you start to feel better and better and better and, and more possibilities and, open up. Yes. Yeah, it's amazing. Dopamine it, baby. There should be a shirt somewhere or a hat. I'm sure maybe you've already created that. So, got yes. dopamine, yeah. They got, got dopamine. dopamine. Oh, they do. I love it. That flow state experience, what we were having the conversation about that at the top of the hour. Um, Craig was also suggesting, seriously, and there's proven by science, guys, five things that you're grateful for. Why do you think 
I'm so radiant most of the days. No, you know, I know I said 100, but that's not true every single day or every second of the day. But that's just not me being authentic. But yeah, finding gratitude. And when I do find myself slipping, I go into, okay, accountability, responsibility, and what am I grateful for in that moment? And it, it switches. And it does. It totally switches. Greg was also saying, asking yourself, how are you feeling or where are you at from zero to one? That was where I was saying I'm 100 and Craig said 92. So really look at that, getting honest with yourself. And we also spoke to owning it, admit it, that honesty. Find out where you're at versus being um, in denial or distracted. If you really don't like where you're at right now, own it. You have permission. You have absolutely permission because there's so much opportunity on the other side of stepping through that denial, that distraction, that fear, so much more opportunity. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Oh, you get your power back when you you're honest. You get your power back. Yes. You said next level, the, the, the next level moving forward of, you know, from self-actualization. I think that was your language, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and ask yourself, what do I not want to admit right now when we were talking about vulnerability? Oh, my God. Oh, so many fantastic questions. And why not? Build that dopamine. Build that dopamine reward and get, is, get that anticipation going so you can create and build that momentum, build those next steps moving forward. Craig is launching his next uh, men's group. Please go to www.purposemapping.com, Gratitude Cafe. Get your free information. He's opening his phone lines for a free consultation conversation and to figure out if this is the right match for you, men or women. But men specifically, this is an incredible opportunity for you to be in a safe environment with Craig. And I highly, highly recommend this work. Um, we are about ready to wrap it up, love. I seriously thank you so much for spending this hour with us. And I, I want you to come back when you're ready and, and come back and play and educate if that's something that feels good to you as well. Sounds great. This was a blast. Yes, it was. And we'll, we'll make sure we got all the music queued up for you, too. <laughs> right, Benny? <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, we are going to wrap it up. The Gratitude Cafe and, of course, me, Super Sue, Super Sue Lundquist. I love you guys. Remember, go. This is your call to action. Purposemapping.com forward slash Gratitude Cafe. Get some more information. Craig would love to have a conversation with you. Sue Lundquist here. Uh, what am I supposed to say? I always forget. Each of you are a gift. <laughs> Get out there and share yourself with the world. If you like the show, help more people find us by adding your review of the show on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more people we can reach with this inspiring message on the Gratitude Cafe. Simply search for Gratitude Cafe in iTunes, hit subscribe, and add your honest review. It would help us immensely and we'll be forever grateful. It's one of the best ways you can give back to the show with your review. Thanks for tuning in to the Gratitude Cafe. Don't forget, every week is a new show, and you could submit your questions at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. The show goes live at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in Seattle on Seattle's Alternative Talk AM 1150. You can also call in to the show at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Find the live streaming link at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. We'll see you next week. Preceding audio was via a Skype call.